Ksuvas Perik Zayin Mishnah Tes Seven Nine. We now turn our focus to a mum that would develop on the husband, and the question is: At what point do we say that the husband um, is now so difficult to live with that the wife is within her rights to demand a divorce? And as such, um, we the Bezdin would encourage the husband to force the husband to do it to give her a get. And just remember. There's an asymmetry between the rights of the husband and the wife with respect to the marriage, in as much as the husband is able to divorce his wife essentially for any or no reason, um, and the wife cannot divorce her husband. So in the previous Mishnahis, we weren't talking about the husband divorcing his wife. He could always divorce his wife. Uh, the question is only if he has to pay the ksuba, if you could argue it was a mekachtos. But of course, if a woman would develop uh, a mom after they're married, so he could divorce her if he wants, but of course he has to pay the ksuba because that was there to protect her. It's her right to get the ksuba payment. Here we're talking about the wife turning around and saying she does want to be held like, you know, a kind of prisoner with this person who's unlivable, and therefore she's essentially demanding a get. And at what point um, Chazal essentially want to protect women that they shouldn't be trapped in this terrible relationship, and therefore at what point will the um, the bezin step in and say, this guy, you have to let your wife go and divorce her. Okay, so the Mishnah says, Ha'isha noldu bomumen. If you have a man, a husband, who develops some kind of blemish, ein the general rule is we don't force him to give her a get. That means, let's say, for example, he develops uh, the common movement that we talked about in the previous Mishnayas. So I'll call those aesthetic blemishes, even if they're severely aesthetic blemishes, like, you know, I don't know what it is. He, 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 you know, his, his, he becomes knock kneed or his head becomes misshapen or whatever other, you know, whatever. His one limb becomes long than the other or whatever the story is. His breath becomes bad, etc. So the general rule is at that point, we're not going to force him to divorce her. Um, for those kind of things. And the presumption is that, um, in general, a woman, uh, a normal woman, um, wouldn't find that so objectionable that she would, in and of itself, insist to get divorced um, from her husband. Um, that's just not the way that would be expected. Chazal are taking an assessment, which is, I guess, partially psychological, partially got to do with um, the woman's need for a husband in the time of the Mishnah, which maybe is, is lessened today because society affords other protections um, for women that wasn't that weren't there back then. Whatever the case is, um, the general rule is, as Tanakam, we don't force him to divorce her. But as we'll see, there is going to be red lines that, that can be crossed, at which point she can demand, uh, and we will, the Bezim will force him to give her a get. Amar Rabban Shimon Gamliel, the Med of Armamorim, when do we say that we don't force him to give her a get? That's Bamum Hakatanam. That's with minor blemishes. Minor blemishes meaning the ones we've been talking up to now, the kind that make a uh, Kohen invalid for doing the Avoda. And those are what I'll call aesthetic things. He doesn't look the way a person would want his her husband to look like. His eye became misshapen. He grew a single um, eyebrow, or whatever the story is. Um, um, however, avalbamumen hagadolim says the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon says if he developed a major blemish, then kofenosolahotzi. Then we would force him to give her a get. Now, what is a Mum gadol, what's a major blemish? So examples are things like one of his eyes, 
he becomes blind in one of his eyes, or one of his hands get chopped off, or one of his legs get broken in a way they can't use it anymore. So that's not just aesthetic, that's functional, right? At that point, he can't do what he used to do, um, therefore he can't be the breadwinner he used to be, and so on and so forth. And therefore, um, it's not just a matter of aesthetics, it's a matter of functionality, it's living with someone who is, is, who's needy, and sort of, um, to some degree, incompetent, and therefore, um, says Robin Shemagamil, that already would be a reason why a woman could say, "Listen, that's not what I. That's not the basic point of marriage. Is you need someone who's who's got basic competencies, especially what the wife's looking for in her husband. He can't provide that anymore, and therefore, I need to. I need to. I need a divorce. And they would force him. Now the Chachamim disagree, and the Chachamim say even for such scenarios, we don't force him to give her a get. Um, and that would be the halacha. Halacha like the Chachamim. However, the Chacham agree that if it's not one eye, but two eyes in which he's blind, or one arm, but rather two arms in which he had, you know, um, you know, severed from his body, or not one foot, but two feet that are broken. So in those kind of scenarios, he's no longer functional at all, right? If he's blind, he's blind. If he can't have no hands or has no feet that work, then he can't function at all. Then certainly at that point, he's like, he's almost as if he's not a person anymore, right? He's, he's, I mean, he's, Injure the point that he he can't he can't uh, function in a normal way in the normal ways that a wife could reasonably expect her husband to be married and it's almost as if you know she she made it when she got married that would be understood that obviously she needs a husband who's not blind because um, someone needs to protect her and needs to feed her and, and obviously he can't if he's blind or he has no arms or has no legs etc. Um, so then the, even at that point even the chacham would agree um, that they would force him to give her a get in the instance that she wanted one. Um, and that is that is also a halacha. Again, the actual practicalities of this in real life halacha lamaisa, I don't. To be honest, it's too different a world. Too many different changes. Things have changed, and therefore, if it's an actual relevant question, I would. Um, I can't say. I can't say here what is truly halacha lamaisa.